Welcome to Save a Church's podcast, What's Up Jack? Conversations about Jesus and church. We hope that you find this episode uh, meeting a need in your life as you minister and share, and we look forward to hearing from you. If there's a topic that you'd like us to have a conversation on, uh, just shoot us an email or send me a text, and we'll be happy to consider that. But enjoy today's podcast. Well, hello, folks. Uh, welcome to another episode of What's Up, Jack? Conversations about Jesus and church. I'm John. And I'm Chris Reynolds. And you're going to meet Chris as, as we go on with the, our conversation today. Uh, we are uh, talking about group life equipping workshops. And Chris is going to be our keynote speaker for that event, as well as doing breakouts uh, for pastors and other leaders in the church. So, Chris, we'd like to get to know you a little bit. So share something about yourself and your background and uh, what you're currently doing and and why we ought to come and, and hear you uh, talk about groups. Well, I, I, just to say up front, John, I appreciate everything that you guys are doing there in southeast Alabama and just how it is that you're serving and working with churches. A little bit about me. Um, I've been a pastor over the past 15 years um, in Florida, uh, Tennessee. North Carolina and South Carolina, and uh, just really had the opportunity to work with um, churches of all different sizes, uh, whether it's a small church with 20 people or it's a large church with, you know, 2,500 people. Just uh, really blessed to have that opportunity being on staff in those places. Uh, currently, I am uh, the founder of the Reynolds Group, a consulting company um, that I have founded with my wife, uh, working with associations, um, denominations, conventions, and local churches, uh, but I also serve as the Northeast Florida Baptist Association Associational Missions Strategist. I know that's a, that's right. a mouthful. That's, so, a, that's yeah. a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. We got to work on that. So, but yeah, that's a little bit about, about me and uh, what it is that we're doing. Well, uh, it's, it's exciting to know that you have the pastoral background working with all size churches. Of course, across the convention, across the nation, as you've uh, helped them to uh, uh, do church better, become a healthier church or, or organization, association. Uh, and I, I know that uh, as we've looked at this group life workshop, uh, talking about uh, groups, what, what are some of the key things that you know about groups and why are they important? Well, if you look at the New Testament and you look at what it is that Jesus did all throughout the New Testament, you see commonly his engagement with groups. And specifically, he had had a small group of leaders that he developed during his time on earth. And so there is something about that group atmosphere, that development or discipleship, as some would call it, including yep. Jesus, that yep. is absolutely essential for the local church. Um, whether it's Sunday school or small groups or life groups or home groups or one-to-one -one groups or, or you know one-to-three, whatever it is, there is something that take place that God just uses and, and leverages in order to build and make disciples in those type environments to where there's enough smallness that there is the capacity to be known, but that there is enough largeness that you're able to leverage the strengths and leverage the gifts of those that are in the room to help one another grow in greater intimacy and relationship with Christ. And so 
groups are absolutely essential whenever it comes to the life and ministry of the local church. And uh, I'm excited to see how Alabama is seeking to strengthen that. Well, you've hit on some really key points there, especially about group life in general in the society that we live in today with technology and screens and social media. uh, We probably don't engage as much uh, socially in person as we once did. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think that's another reason that groups have become even more important. They've always been important, Mm -hmm. even, you know, like you say, in Jesus's time, uh, having the groups to get together. And so how, how do we help groups, the leaders of those groups, whether they're a teacher, facilitator, whatever title you have on them, how do we help those leaders do a better job of keeping the group focused on the the aspects of group life. Yeah, and, and I think that that's vitally important. And I think that it's essential um, from a learning aspect. And and one of the, the things that I often tell people is you have to know your why. Uh, why are we doing this? But also, why is it such a difficult thing for us to overcome? Why is it so hard for small group leaders? Why is it so difficult for pastors, for associate pastors, for leaders? And that's one of the things that I'm going to be talking about is one of the common issues that we face as church leaders is, is hey, why is it that we are facing these problems? And so I want to, I want to help address that in, in our conversation. But I also want to talk about, hey, let's, let's begin to think through, you know, what does it look like? to begin developing disciples in the places that we live, work, worship, and play. Because as as Daniel mentioned in a podcast that you guys recorded last week, you know, that LifeWay study that came out, out, there's there's a couple of key things that are absolutely essential. You know, developing leaders and volunteers is one of the primary things and needs that pastors have. And fostering connections. Well, where do connections take place? Well, connections don't just take place within the walls of the church. They take place outside the church. But the question is, is how are we equipping our people and engaging our people in such a way is that they know how to build proper connections outside of the church for the purpose of kingdom building? And tied into that is that difficulty that many church staff and many leaders face is, what do we do with apathy? And why is there such an apathetic attitude towards intentional development and discipleship for people in their lives? Um, and what does that look like on a, on a really a practical basis? How do they carry that out every single day? Um, and so I really hope that um, I'm able to help address some of those things. Um, but I'm also excited because I know that um, some of those things are going to be addressed in the other breakout sessions that happen as well. Oh, absolutely. And well, I, I think you're spot on. If we can, if we can help even a few of our churches uh, do a better job at making those connections and being intentional in that. Uh, I know we as an association, uh, we spent the 18 months in the nominee process of trying to find out what our one thing was. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, were, we were strengthening collaboration was our one thing. That's what we wanted to focus on. And so we came out with a mission statement of churches serving churches to advance mm-hmm. the gospel. We have 51 Good. churches uh, that are doing what they know to do to try to reach the lost and and care for those that God's already blessed them with. 
mm-hmm. we know that we can all do a better job, every one of us, yeah. from the church running 10 to 12 to the one running 2,000. We can mm-hmm. all do a better job. Each each size presents different problems. Um, it does. It does indeed. It doesn't mean easier. Uh, it just means different things problems. going on. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So if, if we can help our, our facilitators and leaders in those groups learn how to help their their folks make those connections and and build disciples that may or may not ever walk through our doors of our church. Right. But we can connect them to a church that's close to their neighborhood. Uh, we make those can we we're we're blessed here that there's not a uh, a long, healthy, uh, unhealthy competition amongst our churches. Uh, we all work that's together to, to build the kingdom of God, and that's what it's about. We get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and we also know that we've got to work together to be as effective as we possibly can be. So I think your your conversation along those lines, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to be in there. I want to hear what you got to say. Uh, that yeah. I can also share with others. And that's what we're hoping that part of this workshop will do is yeah. those who are well, there I... will get some information that and some how-tos that they can take back to those who weren't able to be there and, and train that's others. Good. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I absolutely love that. And, and that's what I love about what you guys are doing, what Alabama is doing as a whole you know, I've used the illustration before um, about an engine. So I'm a Chevy guy. And if you're not, I, I really do apologize. But, you know, a couple of years ago, General Motors, they introduced something called the active fuel management system. And, w- and what this means is that, you know, half the of the engine cylinders will shut down in specific driving conditions right. um, in order to improve the fuel economy. Now, if something happens and it needs a greater amount of torque or power or, or you know, some speed to it, then mm. those other cylinders cut on. And, yep. and see, I see our associational, our state convention, our national convention really operating in, in really that capacity. Now, not saying anything about size culture, but just talking about from a practical example standpoint, say you have the four-cylinder association that they are able to do some things that exist in their context and they're able to strengthen one another and they may have all of the necessary torque. Well, that's great. But at some point in time, something's going to happen. They're going to need something else. They need a little bit more torque. They need a little bit more support. They need a little bit more strength to get up that next hill. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. the church that has an issue. Maybe there's something going on. So they go to their state and that state begins to leverage from its entire pool of resources of churches that exist in their context to say, who do we connect them to? Who's a good resource that's going to help strengthen that? And so it's jumping up to that V6 and then, you know, say there's something else to where the state says, well, we're out of options. Well, there's, there's there's another source from a national standpoint to say, hey, how can we leverage some of the skills or the resources that they have in order to help strengthen us as a whole so that we can gain a new sense of strength or gain a new understanding. So that's what I love about this group life workshop and what it is you're doing. You're really pulling from your cloud of not just your local area, but your, your broader state to say, how do we strengthen and encourage one another to be stronger in what it is that God has called us to do to collectively learn um, alongside of each other and be better at what it is that we're doing in, in, in the kingdom work. 
Well, you're exactly right. Uh, and we're blessed in Alabama, as you are in Florida, to have a strong state convention. And uh, they want to partner in events. And they heard Daniel last week talk about they were going to be listening uh, to the associational leaders as well as pastors and other leaders to tell them what they need to help in the way of training, uh, the topics, the whatever that they need. And then they'll help generate that if wherever they have to reach out to find that person that's a, an expert, if you will, in that area to be able to, to help them uh, develop the leaders within the local church. And of course, as the churches are strengthened, the association is strengthened, and then the convention yeah. is strengthened, and so we all win. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, that's that's our goal, and this workshop is an attempt to help strengthen the church, uh, which makes us all better. Uh, we all work better together. Uh, and so, man, I'm just excited that you're going to be a part of our time together on August 19th at uh, First Baptist Dothan. I know giving up a Saturday morning in August is not the easiest thing maybe to do, but kids are back in school by that time. And so uh, things will be getting more back into the routine of, of normal life uh, nine months yeah. of the year anyway. Uh, so I'm hoping that people will, will give up that Saturday morning or invest that Saturday morning. It's not giving yeah. it up. I think they're yeah. going to walk away with uh, a real investment in their lives and in the ministry that God's called them to. Because I know that you, your finger is on the pulse of what's going on in churches across the country. And you know as well as I do that we have a shortage of leadership. That showed up in the mm -hmm. LifeWay study uh, as oh, one yeah. of the top needs is developing leaders. Well, this workshop is one way that we mm -hmm. can help develop leaders. Uh, but churches have to bring their people. Uh, pastors yeah. don't just send your leaders bring your leaders uh, because there's also going to be something there for the pastor as well. Uh, mm -hmm. And you're, you're going to be bringing that content, that, that dialogue, that conversation yeah. for those pastors. And uh, I know you, and I know your heart well enough to know that uh, they're going to leave with not just one something they'll leave with many things that will be an encouragement, but also hopefully uh, be a time of strengthening their area of ministry. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate your kind words, and I'm I'm looking forward to joining you guys. Well, we appreciate it again, and we look forward to seeing you on August the 19th. Have a blessed day. All right, day. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, brother. We hope that you found today's uh, podcast helpful in your walk and ministry. Uh, please uh, be sure to share this with others, download it, uh, subscribe, like, send us some comments. Uh, Help spread the word about uh, this podcast and how it's uh, helpful in your life. Till next time.